Welcome to the Big Church Podcast. We are a church in Barrie, Ontario, Canada, and we hope you are blessed by this message. For more information, check out our website at bigchurch.cc. Conference down in Pensacola, uh, Daniel Kalinda, and you know we just had the passing of uh, Reinhard Bonnke and um, a great general in the faith, and you know what he put into place is going to continue on. And Daniel Kalinda um, had launched at Pensacola, Florida, a boot camp uh, for evangelists because it's the, he believes uh, the evangelist is going to rise up. Like we're all called to evangelism. And uh, so he he wanted to uh, pick 50 evangelists from all over the world to come and be a part. And they're going to in part into these 50, and, and, and Bill and I have been blessed to be uh, chosen as part of the 50, so uh, we're believing, um, you know, this is the next, um, yeah, steps that God wants to impart into us to, um, for, for the new year, right? So we're excited and terrified and... <laughs> So the Spirit of God has, we, we actually didn't announce it publicly, um, well, because we weren't in Canada at the time when we found out. Uh, Bill was in Africa. Uh, they said, we need to know, um, you know, if you guys are interested in, in being a part of it. And we had, you know, they have different deadlines that they want you to, to send money in. And we said, listen, Bill got back... Um, October 29th, and by the 31st, they wanted a, a definite yes. And uh, we said, listen, um, you know, we haven't even been able to look at this or talk to our pastor or anything like that. And uh, we said, we don't want to hold you up. We, respectfully, For you know, we want to be in good terms with CFAN. And they said, you know what, we really like what you're doing, and we love your hearts in the interview that we had with them. And um, so they said they were, they were willing to wait for us to, to get, give us some time. So uh, we, we just pat recently talked to our pastor, and now we can publicly go public with it that, uh, yes, we are going. And even if Bill doesn't want to go, I'm bringing Pastor Sheila with me. <laughs> My bags are packed, and I'm going. Okay. <laughs> But, uh, you know, even before we announced it publicly, uh, the Spirit of God has been putting it on places like up in Shasasabi on people in their prayer time with God to send us money. And they don't know why, and they're just sending money. So, uh, you know, we're just going to take one step at a time, and God just seems to be doing it. So, so the, the um, tuition for... Uh, six months of full-time, uh, whatever they're doing to us down there, is <laughs> 4000 U.S. dollars each. And then uh, there's also a trip to Africa is our graduation exam or whatever. They're going to take us on the field and put what they pour into us into action um, and, you know, all, and the connections and the in, 
all the stuff that's going to happen, um, I mean, it's, it's priceless, I, I think, of the the quality of CFAN and what they put out. And, uh, yeah, and then living expenses. And it, it just, it does seem overwhelming. But, um, you know, if, if God's in it, he's doing it, not me. So, praise God. Amen. Yeah, God is, you know, you always can point to someone else and say, God wants you and God wants you to do it, right? And as a preacher, I do that all the time. Just yes, point to other people and say, oh, I see it now. And for them, God wants you to do this. God wants you to do that. But when God shows up and tells you, no, I want you. And so, and she's right. My wife is, she's already got her bags packed and she's all excited. And I'm going to my room crying with God. And tell them, in case you don't know, I tell them all the details why I can't do it. You know, one was my age. I'm not 20. A little bit more, but yeah. And so, so I've been telling God this. And, and so my wife has always supported uh, me. She's, when I tell her all the reasons that. And so then the other day, she said, you still haven't said yes if God wants you. I said, well, no, I'm wrestling it. And so God's been, God's been showing up in people's devotion time and telling them to write a, write a check for Bill and Kathy Ferguson for $1,000. And we get a yee transfer when we're heading home from Ottawa to my brother had an operation. And she said, got an email. I said, what is it? I said, it's a e tra- another yee transfer. I said, for what? She said, $1,000. I thought, wow. And, and, but these people are, don't know don't know nothing what we, they didn't know nothing what we're doing. God is just telling them, do this. In fact, the, when the e-transfer got, the, the girl was in praying, having her personal uh, time with God, and God said, send Bill and Kathy Ferguson a e-transfer for $1,000. And she sent and said to us, uh, I told God, right now I'm in my prayer time with you. And, and then she said, then God said, do it now. And so, so my wife tells me, because God's been just showing up like that, and my wife said, well, God is going to do it, and he's already moving, whether you want to or not, whether you say yes or not, he's already gone forward, so you better get on board. <laughs> but, uh, but that's a, listen to me, you have to hear me, we are in a new era as the church in Canada. You hear me on this. We're, in a, we're moving into a whole new time, a whole new era of the church in Canada like never before. You know, when we travel and we, we see God, listen to me, when we see God touch people here and there, some gets healed and some don't, and a miracle here and a miracle of that. And, and, and when you read this book, it's not lining up. Come on, it's not lining up. When you read the book that, you know, that the God that parted the Red Sea, Come on, reread it. Come on. You, you read about that when you were kids and thinking, wow. You know, you're a little guy and think, wow. He opened the water up and they went, wow. No, no. He parted the Red Sea. Come on. Come on. He, he had a man in a fish for three days. Think of it. We read it and think, oh, it's just like a little kid story. No, a man was in a fish for three days and lived. 
and he went and changed the nation. Come on. We, we, we read this book where everybody gets healed. Everybody gets delivered. Come on. And, 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 we, and we have back away from it because why? Because voice says it's not for today. It's, it was last today, but it's not for today. But my Bible says my God's the same last today, today, and forever. And my God is a God that heals and delivers. And God will do the impossible. We are moving in. Listen to me. We are moving in to an unlimited God. Come on, it's not the God that we see. It's not the God that we talk about, but it's the God who is God, the God unlimited, and he's going to show this dead world that he's still alive, he's still God, he still heals, he still delivers, and we're going to see miracles like never before. Because that's who he is. Come on, that's who he is. Come on, it's not about the government. Come on, you hear, you hear believers saying, oh, the government, oh, look at the government, oh, look at our prime minister. Who gives a rip? I don't care if there's a donkey leading the country because our God is in charge of Canada. Come on. Come on. So whether it's the government, whether it's the church, whether it's some ding-dong telling you whatever, but God telling you he is God. And, and so we've been wrestling with God for a couple of years. And we've been saying, because when you go and you see part God, but not the real God. Come on. And, and, and so we've been a couple of years saying, God, where is this God? Where is the God that we read about and the God we get excited about and the God that we pray about? Where is this God? And, and before this year, in all years and minutes, this year has been a blown away, just an odd of God and who he is. Not who we are, not that we're great minister. In fact, many times I say, God, are you kidding me? You picked me to minister this word? Do you, not, do, you have a, do you have a bad day in heaven and decided to pit from a hat and I just happened to be the guy? Come on. And, and so you just know, come on, let's be real. You just know who you are. Come on. You know who you are and who you're not. I know who I'm not. And, and but, then, but then God said uh, this year, the beginning of the year, he said, you will see me. In a new way. And I said, wow, okay. What does that mean? Because that can mean good or not so good. And he said, you will see me who I really am. The unlimited God. And when we went on them trips... Come on, we went on them trips and nothing. We could say, wow, you know, we were just so spiritual. We were just so inclined. No, we weren't none of that. I sat or stood on the platform and sat in there, and God is, people are, people are flipping out. Like, people are going crazy. I seen, I seen this one, and you couldn't move with people, and I seen this one girl going, and spinning, going crazy. And so, and the pastor's looking at me because, you know, I'm the, I'm the evangelist. I should do something. I'm standing there thinking, I'm not doing nothing. I'm just saying, and I had my, 
the, the pastor, this was in Africa, he wanted me to put a suit on. I don't like suits. And he kept saying, these guys, uh, it's 100, 90 or 100 Fahrenheit, and these guys are in suit and dancing and jumping. And so he kept saying, you want to wear a suit? I said, well, I got one. I'm not wearing it. But he said, no, I want you to wear one. I said, well, I will maybe one day. So I do it Sunday morning. I got my nice suit on, trying to, you know, be calm, collect it, stay on the platform. And so this lady's just spitting like crazy. So he's looking at me and thinking, well, you know, you're going to do something? And I'm sitting there and thinking, no, I'm not going down there. She's going to whack out, and I'm not going there. And she's not going to vomit on my suit. And he's like, no way. So I'm standing there just on the platform thinking, she can do whatever. Just go at it. And so, but then the Holy Spirit shows up in my ear and he said, are you going to deal with that? So I said, no, you're God. You deal with it. I'm not going down there and deal with her. So I just went on, just standing there and people are worshiping and she's going crazy and everybody's backing away from her. So I'm thinking, no way, she's gone. She's, I know them demons, they'll bomb on you and spit on you and rip your clothes and go crazy. I'm saying on the platform. And so the Holy Spirit said to me, you know, the first time he's, he gets a little bit of love and mercy for you. And when he comes a second time, he just tells you, move, do it now. So even then I'm thinking, I, you know, have you ever had it where your parent tells you to do something and you really don't want to do it? And then you think, well, I have to do it. And you get mad. But, you know, so I'm, I'm walking through these people. If that, if that lady vomits on me, I'm going to. So I didn't even spend time with her because I knew that she was flipping out. So I just went to her and I smuck her. Get out! And I turned around and went back to the platform. And the, and the ladies were around her and they I said, don't stand there. Get the devil over her. And I went back to the platform. But what I'm saying is I seen the unlimited God like I've never seen him in all my years of ministry because he is God. And he's, listen, he is not dead, but he's alive. And he's going to show. Come on. And the first people he's going to show is his dead church. Come on. Come on, he's going to show his dead church that you better get it together because I'm not dead and you are my church and you better not be dead. It's time that you rise and come back to life. And so that's where all this begun about this Christ for all nations. I'm thinking, are you kidding me? And, and, your, and your pastor Kind of put a seed out. You know, you put a seed out and it can produce a harvest. You know that, right? Come on, you're all thinking, I want money. Thinking, oh, he's going to go for money. No, I'm not going for money. You can, <laughs> seed is not just money. But your pastor, children, they were saying that. Christ for all needs and these 50 evangelists when we're in Pensacola. And, you know, pick a handful of 50 and pour into the evangelists for six months and then the evangelists can change the world. And they just pump it up, right? But Pastor Sheila says, hey, you guys are evangelists. I said, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I don't care who we are. And but I believe that she threw a seed out and somebody caught it. <laughs> yeah, my wife. And then, because I have, I'm just honest. 
You know, I'm just being honest. I've been wrestling. I'm still wrestling. I go in my, I don't go and say, oh, God, thank you. I said, are you kidding me? And I'm crying out to God saying, God, no, 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 no. This is crazy. This is nuts. And, and so once we were talking to Pastor Greg and Sheila, and she got all excited. And I said, well, I'm glad you're excited. I said, you go with my wife. I'm, I'll stay at home. And, and because, listen, God wants to equip his people. Come on, God, God, come on. God is not against the church. God is for his church. But he but it's begin to, we need to begin to hear what God is saying and not everybody else. Come on. And when we begin to tune in to what God says, then we'll begin to turn tune in to what he wants to do. Because listen to me, in this new air, we're gonna see a living God. Come on. And, and so even when we went over to India, he said, you're going to see who I really am. Come on. And, and so listen to me. We're in the time of the Jewish year, the time to speak it, and it shall be. Come on. Come on. Come on, y'all looking at me and thinking, oh, oh, no, no. It's time, come on, in a new era, you speak it, and it shall be. But I, I know somebody who spoke it. Come on, I know somebody who spoke it. And that somebody said, I spoke it, now it shall be. I spoke it, now it shall be. Come on, 2020 is going to be the most powerful, awesome year that the church has ever seen. He's getting us ready. Come on, we are not having, come on, we are not having church the norm anymore. Come on, we're not coming and saying, oh, that was a nice meeting, wasn't it? Oh, I just felt the goosebumps. And then you go home and you live like the devil. Come on. I'm talking to the church again and not you. Because I know this church is all perfect and you're all, no wrinkles. Hey, Pastor, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The other churches in Canada. Come on. All we go to, and don't hear what I'm not saying. Because I know you Christians, you all spin it and manipulate it and lie about it. Come on, don't hear what I'm not saying. The church is where we need to be. Do not forsake us having yourself together. Come on. Come on, I've been, we travel all over, but I tell you, you phone my pastor. I've been there 18 years serving under my pastor. If we're not out, we're in church. Come on. And so, so the church... Right? But we, we get so conformed to a way of a church or a way of religion or, or that we have to go to a conference to get it. And, you know, and, and, and so you can go. So you hear believers now. We're in a time that everybody's, listen to me, everybody's looking for this God. They're not bad people. They're just looking for the real God. Come on. And so people are running to conference after conference after conference. And I don't mean that you never go to them, but if you live for them, come on. It's time that you have a conference with you and Jesus. Come on. Come on. If we don't look at where the church is, we'll never move forward. Come on. And the church, we need to do some changes. Come on. Oh, I haven't even prayed. Better pray. God help me. <laughs> okay, Lord. Lord, I just thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> 
<laughs> Holy Spirit, help me. <laughs> help me, Lord. So, we, Holy Spirit, that you would just come. You would do whatever you want to do in our hearts, Lord. Give us ears to hear, Lord. Lord, you can take this word and do it how you want, or you can remove this word. But, Lord, pray that there would be seeds put in our heart that would change us for eternity, Lord. And I thank and we give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise in Jesus' name. I'm just, you know when you get so much in your heart and you're thinking, man, yes, what, where do I go? Or maybe we should go with the word first. And then, so can we get that up there, Aaron? Which one is that? We only can get one up at a time then, right? Okay. Do the New King James first to go to the close to the original. And it says here, Romans 12, 2, it said, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal in your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable, perfect will of God. And can we do it in the Passion Bible now? And we're just going to leave that up because I want them to get to understand what, uh, what's being said here. So, so we're living in, listen to me, we're living in a time frame that the voices are closing in. Listen to me. The voices are closing in on the church like never before. And, it, and, it, and it's closing in tighter and tighter and tighter. And there, if you follow history, there would either be the the authorities of the land, the kings in the Old Testament, you know, and in our days, the government. But if you follow history, the God's people, there would be the, the authority of the land that would dictate this is how we're going to do it. This is what you have to do. Come on. Come on. Say with me on this. Or listen to me. Or you had the, the dictating that tried to conform the people to a religion way. Was it like the priests and the Pharisees, you know? And so, but the whole heartbeat that even back, if you follow through history, the whole heartbeat was Christ. The Old Testament pointed to Christ. Christ is in the New Testament. And now, even in our day, it's pointing to this man, Christ. And even in that day, so the, the government had their culture the way, this is the way you're doing it. The, the religion people had their way. This is the way you do it. Come on. And, and, and so, and then they said, listen, they said to the people, you can do whatever. You can do whatever for the culture of your, of your government, your authority, or you can do whatever for the culture of your religion. But do not speak about this Christ anymore. Do not. And we are, come on, it's closing in. Come on, it's closing in. You can go to church all you want. Come on. And, and so, and you can listen to the authorities of your government and don't, here I'm not saying we don't break the law, right? But listen to me. The, everything is closing in to what? It don't happen overnight. It's been happening, come on, year after year after year after year and what? It's been conforming us, listen to me, to their ways. You don't, don't happen overnight. Just a little bit, and a little bit, and a little bit, and a little bit, and we're being conformed 
to their way. Come on. The, the world, come on. The world, the government, and the religion world, come on, is conforming our minds to think like they do. This, listen, you can, you can have your charts, but we're going to tell you what to do. Come on. And, and so nothing has changed. People would give their lives because they would change not. Come on. People would give their life because they would change not. They would say, I am a Christ person, and I will do what the Word of God says, and I will not be changed. I will not be moved. But this is what he said, and I choose to live like Christ lives. I choose to talk like Christ talks, and I choose to go where Christ said to go, and I don't care what the culture says. Come on, listen to me. We, we as Christians, we got to wake up because we're being conformed, 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 conformed. Come on, to listen to me. Christ is being pushed out. Come on. You know, we all love Christ, but he's being pushed out. And we're allowing it. We're allowing it, you know. I said to my wife, when they even when we talked to the pastor over in India, he said, in the airport. And when you go over there, that's your backup. That's, your, that's the guy that will help you. It's the pastor. And it was against the law to preach the gospel. So the pastor, before he goes, he sends an email. He really encourages you, right? And he said, when you're in the airport, if it goes the wrong way, don't mention my name, my phone number, my address. And I thought, okay, this is not starting out too good. But, but we had decided, listen to me, we had decided that we will not back away who God is, who Christ is. And we decided, come on, we decided that we have to go to jail, we go to jail. Come on, we decided that. And even I, we, my wife and I were talking, sometimes I'm a little bit crazy, and she looks at me and thinks, is he really serious here? I said, honey! If we get killed, if we get killed, that means that Christ wanted us home. And if we don't, that means we're not done. I didn't. I said to her, but I'm serious. I wasn't joking. You're not going home unless you're done. Come on. Come on. Oh, what would they do? Oh, they might kill me. They might beat me up. Who gets a rep? Come on. Come on, if they kick you, and they kick you, and they kick you, get back up and say, I still will declare Jesus Christ is Lord. Come on. Come on, we don't need the government to change. We need the church to wake up and declare Jesus Christ is the government of Canada. Jesus Christ is the Lord of Canada. Come on. Come on. It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time. You know what? i got to be nice as I can be here, brother. But I've got so much in my heart. It's like, if I'm out of line, just throw a book at me or something. Come on. So we're being conformed to the way they think, the way they are. And we're, and we're allowing it. Come on, listen to me. 
the church, when you travel and you hear Christians, you think, oh, my God, we're doomed. But for Jesus, come on. Because listen to me, you have to hear me on this. In our nation, the most word of God and, and meetings and churches and conferences, we're just overrun by the word of God. Like never, probably just as good as any other country. We've got so much just pouring into it, pouring into it, pouring into it, pouring into it. But I'm asking you a serious question. How come? How come Christians don't even know who they are in Christ? How come they don't believe anymore? How come they don't rise up and with a spirit of boldness and say that I will get up and I will speak? How come? How come? How come? How come that we believe the voices? Come on. Come on. That is the God of miracles, but that God has not changed. The world can't change God. Who can? We. We can. We can. The church is the God that they see. Come on. The church, come on, listen to me. This is how far we went. It says the church are saying that miracles are not anymore. Prophets are not anymore. Come on. Apostles are not anymore. And, 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 and they put these voices at what? They conform in the way that the God's people think. To what? To there's a spirit of confusion coming on the body like never before. And we don't know what's what anymore. Listen to me. We just heard. Listen to me. You want to talk about something crazy? We just heard. You want to talk about a prayer meeting? How we like to, You can bring this to your prayer meeting. A church, Christian, spirit-filled church is praying. Listen to me. This is out there. Praying that they believe Satan, if they pray for him, he'll repent and he get to heaven. In our day. In our day. Are you kidding me? Come on. Are you kidding me? Come on. It's time. Come on. The Apostle Paul Salts even commands that the believer not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world. In other words, Paul is saying not to let the sins of world cheese you into a mold. That's the ideal to being conformed. It's being placed in a mold and becoming like that mold. So the world is taking and putting pressure on the church. And it's putting pressure on the the church into their mold. The religion is closing the church into their mold. And it's getting tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. But now we're being formed of religion, denying what? The power there of Jesus Christ. Listen to me. I, I have decided that no way, no way, no way, I will not be conformed to this world. I will not be conformed to any religion that I'll check it off and say, no way, no way, no way, no way. You know, do you know how many times that people have said that, you know, cry it down. You're too radical. My first church I was at, I went with these, I went with these people praying like you, all these pastors, and my pastor invited me. Nothing against you. But I went to them, and I was just, like, you know, even more crazy than I am now. You know, now I know a little bit, and, you know, a little bit of rules that you should follow. But I didn't know nothing then. 
talk. My pastor said to me, hey, do you want to come to this with the pastors and leaders? And I thought, sure. It was 6 a.m. every week. So I went there for a few weeks. And they would sit there. They would sit there. And I knew nothing. I still don't know much, but I knew nothing then. But they would sit there and supposed to be praying for their city. For a mighty move of God. Oh, we thank you, God, to bless her city. We thank you, God, for your love in our city. Oh, God, just be with our city. And they, and they go around like that. All, these are all the heads. Oh, and I'm thinking, oh, my God. I want to lay down fall asleep. And then it would come to me. So I didn't know. I, Father God, I pray that every devil from hell will bow to the name that's above every name. Father God, I pray that there would be a mighty outpouring of your spirit that would shake the people, shake your church. And I'd done that, and then my pastor said to me, he, he takes me for a walk. He took me for many walks. And, and he said, brother, brother, you know we appreciate you. And well, thank you. But he said, you got to calm down. I said, calm down. He said, they are not like you. I said, they not? And he said, yeah, so we appreciate you coming. I want you to come. You just calm down. So, so then I didn't know that the Holy Spirit could lead you. Come on. And so we're on the way the next week. We're on the way. So I didn't know that. I was just putting it out there, but I didn't know God really would lead you. So I said, I'm in, sitting beside the pastor in the front seat. I said, Lord... Whatever you want, I give myself to you. Lord, I'll just, whatever you want. You want me to calm down? I'll just be nice and quiet. I'll be like the other guys. and just and I won't say nothing. I'll just be. And, and so I said, Holy Spirit, I give you my mouth. So I thought, okay, this is, you know, now everybody's going to, have to be at peace. I'm going to be quiet as a mouse. It's going to be. I get up, and I went crazy. I mean, the, the, the old guys were, and there was just a chicken. I went nuts. I thought, oh, my God, they're going to, that pastor's going to throw me out of the church. But you know, he said nothing more to me. Didn't say another word. And I just, every time I go, but I get up and, I didn't know you shouldn't do that. I get up and pray before I went to the prayer meeting. Come on. Oh, boy, this is a hard crowd. Come on. Come on, give him some praise. Come on. Don't sit there like you're dead. Wake up, you're alive. You got the life of Jesus Christ. You got the power of Jesus Christ. You got the authority of Jesus Christ. Come alive. Come alive. Come on. Don't be conformed anymore to this world, but be transformed to his world. Come on. Come on. Come on, when you begin to grab all who he really is, come on. When you begin to grab a hold of who he really is, I'll tell you, you don't have to pray for miracles and wonders and signs that they will follow behind you. You will not have to pray for blessings, but the blessings of God will overtake you because God is a good God. Come on. Do you know how you win in war? We're in a spiritual world war. You know how you win it. Come on. And don't hear what I'm not saying. God, I could get in trouble, but, you know, but, you know. So, and don't hear me not saying, so 
there have been different cases that, where the government put laws in, like and that, like abortion was a big one. And don't hear me not saying we should be out there. But they, they, all the time you see people pickering. I was pickering out there, picking. What am I saying? I don't even know what I'm saying. But they got a sign doing something anyhow. But anyhow, and you know, they're coming against it, right? Holding up signs. We are the church. We are the church. Come on. And nothing happens. Don't ever not say, if the Lord tells you to do something like that, go and do whatever. Stand up on the roof and get your sign and wave it and say, I come against that. Right? But, the, but it says that we don't wrestle and press, press and blood, but that which is spirit. Listen to me. If you, if you follow the word of God, a lot of wars, come on, a lot of wars wasn't fought like we would fight it. A lot of wars that God would just come in and he'd bring, listen to me, and he'd bring a spirit of confusion on the enemy's camp. And they would turn what? Turn what? Against each other. Come on. So the devil's not smart enough coming in with his own ideal. So you know what he's done? He said, hey, they're trying to out there fight a war. They're trying to come against what I'm, the evil. See my sign? See my sign? See my sign? I'm against it. See my sign? And, and they're trying to fight out there. But the devil said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy off of God. I'm going to have a war within. Come on. I'm going to have a war within and what? I'm going to put a spirit of confusion in the, in the house. They don't know what's God. They don't know who's God. They don't know what God does anymore. And then guess what? Guess what? They turn against each other. Come on. The body tearing each other down like never before in history. Running each other down. I get offended, you know, you, you know, you don't, you don't shake somebody's hand, you know. And so if I didn't shake your hand, right, I'm going to shake your hand for you wouldn't get offended. But if I didn't shake your hand, then you go, ah, he didn't shake my hand. I'm offended. Come on, honey, we're leaving the church. I've had enough. Nobody loves me. I've not had it. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Come on, come on, grow up. Grow up. Grow up. If we ever need the power of God, come on, a love and passion to love God, to love each other, and to love the lost. We need it now. We need it now. Come on. Well, I'm just on the little paragraph of the talk. What time are we eating at? We can have breakfast, can't we? I, I think I think my brother down there, I think he prays every time I come and think, oh, my God, here he is again. Oh, God, help him. Get him off there. Hurry up, God. Oh, God, help me. <laughs> okay. As Christians, we our citizenship is in heaven, not on earth. We are what? We are in this world, but we are what? Not of this world. Why are we being conformed to it? Come on. Why do we have to dress like the world? Why do we have to talk like the world? Come on. Why do we have to do a church like the world? You know, you go to some churches, and they got, and don't hear what I'm not saying. People do whatever they want. Uh, but you go to some churches, and they, 
There's these spotlights and the smokes and, and, and come on. And then and some of these Christian bands, they, they got themselves all make up and done up and doll up and Jesus. And I'm thinking, oh my God, if they weren't singing about Jesus, I think they'd be a rock and roll band. Come on. I know y'all looking at me. Wake up. Conform. Listen, we don't need their ideals. They need our ideals. Come on, when are we going to rise up and say, you know what? The world is not leading this world. That my Jesus is leading this world. My Jesus is ahead and I'm going to follow him. And the world shall and will be changed for his glory. We're going to see. Come on. We're going to see. You begin to speak it. Come on. You hear me on this. You begin to speak 2020. And what you speak and believe you're going to have. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I've had this. I've had this. I've had this sickness. My grandmother had it. Oh, my, my, my uncle had it. My dog even had it. I don't know. I know God said it. He is, but I don't know. Shut up. Get the duct tape out and duct tape yourself if you have to. Come on. In services, we should start handing out duct tape. I might like the comfort blessing of God. No, I'm going to give you the duct tape. You need the duct tape. Then you'll get the blessing because you won't curse yourself. Well, that went over good. I'm, I'm glad, brother. I'm glad you took the offering up before I got up. There was some great wisdom there. Amen. Oh, Jesus, help me. Come on, we're, listen to me. We are in moving into a new era of the church in our nation. Come on. If we ever need it, come on. If we ever needed the move of God, we need it now. Come on, we need it now. Come on, there's no church, come on. There's no church that got all the answers. There's no person that got all the answers. But my Jesus Christ is one with the answer. He's the one that wrote the book, and he is still writing the book. Come on, he's writing your book. Come on, he's writing your book. And what are you? what is he writing about you? Is any Sally here? Nobody by name Sally? Give me a little Sally. It's my sample. I didn't want Sally to get mad and get offended and leave. So there's no Sally's here, right? Okay, so, so God is writing about Sally's life, right? And so I know this, this would be none of you guys. I know none of you. But Sally, he's writing about Sally. Sally has been serving God for years, but she's been conforming herself to the world, conforming herself to the world way. So God up there, and Sally's headed out, loving God. You know, Sally was a fireball. It was like Sally came in and looked out, fire of God came. But, you know, then come after year, after year, after year, after year, after year, Sally's been getting conformed to the world's thinking, religion ways thinking. And so God said, he, he's got up there and he said, wow, Sally King, at this time, Sally was on fire. Sally believed if I said it, so be it. And then, then he's been writing. Now Sally don't believe that healing is for day. Sally don't believe in prosperity anymore. 
Thank you for joining us today. We pray that this message has truly blessed your life. For more information, go to bigchurch.cc. Is that your book? Is that my book? The books are being written. The book of Acts has not been written. You and I are in it. Come on. So, so different time, I different time, I just do that. I I I picture myself and and say, okay, what in the what in my book are you writing? Come on. I, and I listen. I do not want God to write in my book that He sounded there on fire. He sounded there, believe me, but He's back away and He's conforming Himself to the world's way. He's conforming Himself to religion. But I want God to say, He's keep going on. He's keeps going on. He keeps believing. Come on. What about you? What about you? What about you? Here we are, time. You got a watch on, so when I say I didn't know the time, that would be honest with you. I can't see that. <laughs> God, heal my eyes. Oh, God, 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 God. Oh, boy. So, the world, the, oh, the world, the word tells us to believe how he. Is not like the world. The key word is being transformed by renewing our mind and thoughts. In the beginning, think about the kingdom values, not earthly values. Believe in the mind of Christ, not the mind that's out there. Come on. We got to believe if God said it, so be it. Come on. If we ever needed to get back to the pure, come on, the pure gospel. Back. That's one thing I didn't say. When we wrote an email to our pastor, and he's, you know, saying, why would he want to go to Christ for all nations? This was my answer. I said, the pure gospel of Jesus Christ is not what it should be in our nation. Come on. The pure gospel of Jesus Christ is not what it should be in our nation. And at the end, the end I, we said, uh, if we're willing to lay our lives down and do whatever God wants. Not... Not that it's like you're going to a place to get killed, but, you know, it's like, you know, when you got a home, you got a commitment. We got, we got ministry we oversee. And, but you know what? Listen to me. At the end of the day, for my wife and I, at the end of the day, God's not going to give a rip about the ministry we got, about a house we got. He's not going to give a rip of that. He's going to say, didn't you fulfill your destiny at all costs? Come on, it says in the word of God, it said, come on, the word of God says, will you lay your life down for me? Come on. Well, that's a cost. You want to believe it, baby. But I know a man that lays life down for us. Come on. Come on. Think of the cross. He, he laid his life down. And there's no greater, what? Love than to what? Lay your life down for a friend. And if I ask you to always say, well, Jesus is my friend, Jesus is my friend, Jesus is my friend, and then I would say to you, if he's really your friend, would you lay your life down? You, you know, you don't mean just die. It means your wants, your desires. Come on, we all have wants and desires. Come on. One of my greatest wants is I want a Harley Davidson and, and drive for Jesus. You know, I keep picture my wife telling me, you see me on the back. She said, I'm not on the back. You're not getting Harley Davidson. <laughs> and that's, a, you know, that's one of my wants. 
You know, and I believe God will give me the desires of my heart. That's not working. God will give you his desires. Come on, you know, you know, Christians say, God will give me my desires of my heart. No, no, your heart's nothing but evil. Don't nod your head. What's talking to you, Grandma? <laughs> your mother nothing. <laughs> Come on. Our hearts are nothing but evil. God will not give you or me the desires of our, our evil heart. But listen, when you get the heart of Jesus Christ, then his desire will become your desire, and you will begin to act like him, talk like him, and do what he wants you to do. Come on, he's moving. Listen to me. Either we're going to be in Christ or out of Christ. Come on. And you know, that's not something you say, yay, hoo-hoo. Hear me on this. 2020 is a new era for the church. And we're either going to be in Christ or out of Christ. Come on. And it's not, we can't even put it to the devil. We're going to be in Christ or out of Christ. Come on. Because you know what? He's not playing anymore. Come on. He's not playing anymore. Come on. He's saying, if you want me, if you want me, it's going to cost you. What will you do for me? Come on. We have to, listen to me, we have to shake off of being conformed to this world and be transformed to his world. Thank you, Lord. I want to put a word of caution that when we're walking with God, that does not mean that we won't have hardships or trials. Satan will likely come after us and come against us as because we're a believer but what he wants to do is move us from walking and fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. And so, so then we believe the easy way is just to what? Be conformed. If they say, don't do this, we say, oh, okay. Okay, I won't do that. Don't go there. Okay, 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 okay. I won't do that. It's time. Where? Come on. Where is the real church of Jesus Christ that said you can do what you want, you can say what you want, you can remove what you want, and you're not going to conform me to your world because I'm being transformed to his world. I will not be moved. Come on. Come on. If we ever needed some real believers, we need it now. Come on. We need it now. Come on, you get out in the battlefield, you don't need some dingbat to think they all that and don't know Jesus because that could be dangerous for you. Come on, but when you know, come on, when you know who the man Jesus, you know who you serve. You know that he is the almighty one. You know that he holds the victory in his hand. You know, come on, have you not read the Bible? We win. We win, we win, we win, we win, we win, we win, we win. The battle's not ours, but his. Come on, he wants to rise up. Come on, he wants to rise up and transform his church. 
that his church will rise up. Come on, come on, his church, come on. We read about people in the Bible that will just walk by somebody and the, and the glory of God would be so great that people would get healed, people would get delivered, people would get saved. But I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, we're walking into a greater day than you could ever imagine. That day is coming now. Come on, now. I don't know. I don't know if I believe it. Oh, shut up again. Where's that duct tape? He didn't care but you believe it. Just believe in he believes it. Begin to speak. Begin to speak. Begin to speak. And say, I am. I am a child of the Almighty God. I am blessed under the Almighty God. I am prospered under the Almighty God. And my, my family is under the Almighty God. Satan, you loosen them and set them free by the blood of Jesus Christ. Begin to declare, begin to declare, begin to declare. Um, speak his word and see, and see, and see in 2020 the vision of who he really is. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Man. I like I had really good notes, so I wanted to follow along with. But but him. Okay. The Apostle John in 1 John 2 says, do not love this world or any sin in the world. If any sin, if anyone loves this world, the love of the Father is not in them. Come on. Are we, come on, are we being conformed to this world? Come on, what is it, come on, what is it that the love of your life? Come on. Well, you know, I've heard people say, and I, you know, because I sometimes get a little radical, I like to hit them and shake the devil out of them, but I don't. But they say, but, but the reality is, but the reality is, no, there's no reality but God himself. The reality is that, come on, we're in this world, but we're not of it. Stop it, stop it, stop it, building your kingdom. Build his kingdom, his kingdom, his kingdom, his kingdom. Did you not read the word of God that said heaven and earth as we know it shall pass away? Shall pass away. Uh, you know, I didn't want my beautiful house. I want my beautiful car. I want lots of money. Oh, yeah, because my, my neighbor, the, the sitter next door, he's got the beautiful house, and he's got the beautiful car, and he's got lots of money. I want it. Well, he's out of the hell, too. You want that? Ooh, you didn't know that, eh? I threw that in. I snuck in. Hey. You were all, you all, your eyes were lighting up. Ooh, yeah, the beautiful house, beautiful car, lots of money. Ooh, like my, he, that sinner neighbor shouldn't have it. I should have it. I'm a Christian. I should have it. Yeah, but he's headed to hell. Follow him. Be conformed to his world. Come on. You know, I love you all. You all looking at me thinking, oh, man. <laughs> Truth is love. You know that, eh? Come on. I know y'all saying, yeah, yeah, right. Truth is love. Well, we got one. 
I'll, I'll take that. That's good enough. Nobody else. How about he I know you're going to answer him. I don't know what he's going to say to me. What are you going to do? My wife don't ask me half time neither because she don't know what I'm going to do or what I'm going to say. She just sits there and lots of times she wants to get under the chair and hide. Hey, baby. But anyhow, but listen, we cannot be conformed. Hear me on this. I don't mean you can't be blessed. Don't hear what I'm saying. I said I don't, I can't be blessed. <laughs> I'm not saying you're going to be blessed. You can be blessed till your socks fall off. Come on. But don't let that conform to who you really are. Hear me on this. Hear me on this. And I don't know about you, but I know that this word says, come on, that I'm not blessed for Bill. I'm not blessed for Bill and Kathy. I'm not blessed for ministry. I'm blessed to what? Bless the needy. Spirit, soul, and body, whatever they need. Well, did I have my own life? I know you give up your life. Or didn't you? Come on. Or didn't you? Well, I have a right to have my own life. Well, you can have your own life. But you're not going to have Christ's life. Come on. Christ give up his life before the cross. Come on. Christ give up his life before the cross. God... Come on. God said, I'm down to meet every need of everybody I can reach every day. Come on. And, and we, we went to the religion, Jesus. Well, it's all about having meetings. Let's have more meetings. Let's have more meetings. Let's have more meetings. Let's have more meetings. And nobody have a clue what the meetings is at the end of the day. They don't. Really. When I preach, nobody, nobody knows what I'm saying. It's true. I'm thinking, God, why do you preach? Nobody knows even what you're saying. They're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They make all kinds of faces at you, but they don't know what you're even saying. You're going to go to him and they, I don't know what he's saying. He's just was a crazy guy, wasn't he? That's the only word you're going to get, right? And so we don't even understand, but listen to me. We don't need any of that. We need the reality of Jesus Christ. Come on. We're not here for us. And Jesus, when he walked the earth, Right? When he walked the earth, sister, he didn't spend a lot of time in the temple. Come on, I, d- I didn't read it. Come on, you guys, you're a great teacher. <laughs> Tell me where Jesus was having all these conferences. Come on, disciples. We're going to Jerusalem, we're going to have a conference. I'm going to be the main speaker. And if one of you guys has got it together, maybe you can be the next speaker. Right? But you have to, you know, follow me. You have to have it right, brother. Okay? And you've got to fix yourself up a little bit, you know. I don't like them jeans, you know. We're going into the holy place of holies. So you've got to get it together. If you get it together, you'll be one of, we're going to, oh, this is going to be a great conference, brother. And when we get that conference, we're going to plant another right behind it. Come on, we're going to, man, we're going to have conference after conference. Boy, we're just going to go across the land. Right? That's a religion, Jesus. We put, we put Jesus in the temple. Oh, that went over good. Ah, uh, we got Jesus. Jesus, we got him in the temple. Oh, Jesus, he's in the temple now. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. You're only in the temple. With your religion, Jesus, hold on. Yeah, Jesus, I'm going to hold you. I'm going to hold you. Me and you, me and you. He's not even there. 
Come on. Come on. He went in the temple, which was a symbol of the church, to rebuke them and direct them. Come on. Anytime he showed up, he messed them up. He didn't say, oh, you guys are so, you're so good. You're so holy. You're so... No, you bunch of hypocrites. You bunch of snakes. You vipers. You prostitutes and a tax collector are going to get to heaven before you. How do you like that? Well, we want Jesus to come. We want him to come. Well, you want him to come? You want him to come? What if, if, if he, that Jesus comes? Come on, we're all going to fall on our face and say, oh, God, help us. We're all doomed now. Come on. Because we all think we're all that, but we're not all that. We're off that bubble. Come on. And Jesus, come on. The disciples didn't get it. But he waked them up and said, come on, come on, wake up, wake up, you see, Pierre. Come on, wake up. Well, come on, we're going to go. We're going to meet the need. We're gonna, people are going to be healed today. People are going to be saved today. We're going to feed people today. I'm not going to hit you. And she looks at me. I, I'm heading over to her, and she's got the eyes on me. Don't you mess with me. I've seen that. I don't mess with mama. And, and so, come on. And he fed people. He delivered people. He healed people every day. Every day. He didn't have to have a, have a special meeting. And, and we'll get a special meeting and Jesus will show up and he will, he will heal people. And he will deliver people. I know he will. No. He, every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. He would heal. He would deliver. He would feed. He would clothe. Whatever it took. He said, disciples, get it together. Get it together. Get it together. And now the Spirit of God is saying, church, get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Come on, maybe you need to. Who can I pick on? I can pick on you. No, no I wouldn't do that. I'll pick on my brother here. You make, if he jumps up for me, you protect me. Okay? <laughs> Praise God. And so, come on. Sometimes maybe we need to move over. I don't want to touch you. <laughs> yeah, get out of the way. Maybe sometimes we need a brother and sister said, get up and get moving and get meeting the people need. I didn't want to sit here. I just feel like I feel goosebumps. Well, get the goosebump out there. Get moving. We're in a new era. We're in a new era of the church. Come on, either Christ is going to be in or he's going to be out. Where are you? Where, what Jesus are you serving? I just like my rocking with Jesus in the temple. Well, you're rocking the wrong rock, baby. Come on. Come on, shake it off. Shake off what you have been conformed to and be transformed to Jesus Christ and his life and his life. You want miracles? Come on. You want miracles? I'm too waiting for miracles to come. Come, Jesus, come. Yeah, oh, Jesus, come. Miracles go there. Miracles upon miracles upon miracles upon miracles is out there. See, you know, this is true. We, we are not. Come on. This is true. Jesus, come on. I tell people this, and Christians really get mad, but I know you're all a good bunch, so none of you will get, ever get mad at me, right? So, so I'll take your word, you said no. She's the only one that shook her head, no. All y'all, yeah. And so, 
Jesus, come on, Jesus, because we think we have to heal each other, you know. Sister, you pray for me this week. I'll pray for you next week. You pray for me the week after, and then you can pray for him, and then you can pray for him. He needs a lot of prayer, so you can intercede and pray for him, right? And then, and then next week we're going to pray for you, and then, oh, then your wife really, she needs a super-duper prayer, so you really have to pray for her. And we're just going to keep going back and forth, and we're just waiting on Jesus, waiting on Jesus. You pray for me, and I'll pray for you. You pray for me, and I'll pray for you. You bless me, and I'll bless you. And whoa, 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 we're having church tonight. Come on, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's not church. It's a bunch of religion function. Shake it off. Shake it off. You're supposed to come in here, get fired up, get a crip, get the word, and say, Pastor, I've got the word of God now in me. I've got the spirit of God. I've got the fire. Look out. I'm going to hit that world. And I'm going to, come on, every devil that comes my way, he's going, he's going, he's going, he's going. Everybody needs to deliver. If you're going to get delivered, everybody needs healed. If you're going to get healed, the poor is not going to be poor anymore because I'm taking some of mine and I'm going to sow a seed into them and watch God bless and multiply. That's the real church. What world are we living from? What? I see, honey. What? Ten minutes we're out to you. Yeah, I take your word on hers. She's got the word of God. You just got the wife word. Come on. And I'm winding down, I think. So, so listen to me. Come on. It's time that we don't be transformed. And to we need to not be conformed to the world ways, religion way, but we need to be transformed to Christ's ways. Come on. Come on. He come on, he's ready. You know, we say, God move, God move. God, we're waiting for you to move. And God said, no, no. No, I'm waiting for you to move. I've already moved. Anybody ever play chess? Right? When you move, right, you can't move again. Can you, brother? If the other opponent don't move, you can't move. Is that true? Tell these people because they got unbelief in them. Tell them, tell them if you move, they can't move until the opponents move. Right? See? He knows that you guys are got unbelief. This guy's a believer. I see that. Right? So Christ has already moved. He came down. He brought, you know, we say, we say that prayer, but we say it like a bunch of religion goats. Can I say that? I already did. But we say, uh, you know, our Father art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That kingdom is, come on, stop praying like an old coat, and that the kingdom has already come. It came 2,000 years back. He already moved. He came and brought heaven down to earth. Come on, we're all thinking, one day, one day. I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, maybe God's going to move me in and I'm going to be a singer. But, <laughs> but anyhow, we're all, we're all, you know, we're saying, one day in the by and by, what a life 
there will be in the by and by in heaven one day. No, 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 no. Not one day to heaven. Heaven is down here on earth now. You're it. You're it. Come on. You're the piece of heaven. Come on. You are the piece of heaven that somebody's looking for. You are the piece of heaven that somebody is looking for. Come on. Be that. Be that peace that somebody is looking for. Come on. Do you never, do you never get tired, you know? And God, he probably done what he done to me because he knows. I'm just being honest. I would have left church a long time back. I would have. In fact, when we first went to the church where I am, the pastor said, uh, he was talking to me, saying, you know, why don't you be in leadership here and be, help us be assistant pastor. And he was giving office there. This is 18 years back. He's sitting across from the desk, and I said, Pastor, you're not putting me in one of them office. You're not putting me behind the desk. I'll die. And he said, what do you mean? I said, I'll die. I said, I'll do whatever you want outside the church, but you're not putting me inside. Because I know myself. I would die. I really would. And so, so it's not even that, I tell people, it's not even that, you know, I'm just a great Christian. I like going on a mission trip. Your wife would tell you, I don't like going on mission trips at all. Serious. I don't even like their food. I don't, to be honest with you, I don't even like all the food in Canada. And Greg and Sheila, they're trying to give me vegetables and all that and trying to give me all this health stuff. And, and, I, and, and so, so I don't like to go on mission trips. I really don't. You know, I just went on one because my wife wasn't there. Because my wife is my cover-up when I go on a mission trip. So anything I don't like, I pass to her. And so I go to this place in the pastor's house, and they had this bowl, sister. And it was like brown and had all different kinds of meat in it. But nothing that you could say, well, that's whatever. And me and the guy were sitting on the couch, and we're looking at him thinking, oh, my God, I wonder what that is. Over in Africa, right? And I'm thinking, oh, my God. So they do this plate. I mean, like not, not just a little plate, like a platter plate. And they fill the baby up. And then, then they come to me and say, here, Pastor Wade, here's your food. And I say, you know what? And it's true. I wasn't lying. I know you all look at me thinking he lied. No, I don't. I, when I preach, I don't like to eat a lot. Honest. But then I don't like to eat that food, to be honest, too. But only a fool tells all they know. So I didn't tell them the second part. I said, you know, I got to preach today. I can't eat that. So immediately, I said, give it to Pat. (laughs) Because my wife wasn't there. I couldn't give it to her. So the Pat takes it, this guy, and he looks at it. And he looks over at me, right? And he said, I don't know a clue. That's all different kinds of meat. I don't know what he is. I said, I know. (laughs) But I said, if I was you, I'd pray if I was you. And so I told, I took a little spoon of rice. That's all I had, a little spoon of rice. That was, you know, that was my, you know, I wanted respect the people. And so he's, he's beside me, and he's trying to put it in, and every time he chews it, his face is turned white. And he's like, and then he bends over to me. And, you know, I'm, I'm not the nicest guy to travel over at times, but, you know, I'm working on it. My wife helping me. He bends over to me. He said, 
He said, this is terrible. He said, I don't know what it is. And he said, it's the most terrible meat I've ever, ever ate. I don't think I can eat it. I said, well, you'll have to tell them that. Don't somebody tell me. <laughs> but, um, so what I'm saying that is I don't want to do, come on, I don't want to go to mission trips. Come on. I don't want to eat their food. Honest. I don't even like sleeping in places where you get stuff climbing up your walls, you know. And the buddy, he came out one morning and said, oh, he said, I had a terrible night. I said, what? He said, there was a, he said, we had travel for two days, and this was the first night. He said, I heard this noise over my head. And he said, I was so tired and it was so dark and so afraid. He said, I put the cheat over and pray. He said, and then he said, when I got up, he said, there was bat droppings all over in my room. He said, oh, he said, that was terrible. So he's telling me this, but I and I, I probably need a little bit more mercy. I said, it could have been worse. And he looks at me real serious because he was praying. He said, how could it be worse? I said, it could have been in my room. <laughs> there you go. Nobody come on a mission trip with us anymore, honey. So, uh, so we are, come on, we are, listen to me, serious. We're in the greatest era of the church in our nation. Not, come on, not in America or some other, in our nation. Come on, 2020, listen to me. Mark it down. I don't say that too much because if you say it, then you have to, really got to happen. But I'm telling you, by the Spirit of God, mark it down. 2020 is going to be the unlimited God like never before. If you believe it, you speak it and declare it, and it shall be. That lines up with God. I'm telling you, we're gonna see. Listen, we're gonna listen. We're gonna speak it, and it's gonna happen before it's even coming out of our mouth. We've seen that already, bits and pieces of that. We start speaking it, and then that day, the person would come back and say, "Hey, you guys spoke that, and and, and it happened, or I got this, or you prayed this, or that." And we're we're looking and thinking, "You you did? It happened." You mean God really answers prayer today? You know, you didn't get that, but you'll get it when you go home. Okay. Yeah, he does. Come on. Come on. Listen. Every sin in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and pride of life. Comes not from the Father, but from this world. The world and its desire is passing away, and whatever does the will of God will live forever. Ever. And I'm going to leave you with a good note here because I, you probably don't know what way to turn now, but uh, your pastors will get the wrinkles out and help you with, see, well, I think he meant this. And really don't take this to heart. You just got to know Bill. And, and they'll, they'll fix it all up and you'll feel love then. Amen. So place your life before God. So here's what I want you to do. God's helping you take every day your ordinary life, your seeping, your eating, going to work, walking around, and place it before God as an offering before him. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become a well-adjusted to the culture that you fit into it without thinking ahead. Fix your attention on God. 
You'll be changed from the inside out. Ready to realize that what he wants you to do, quickly respond to him. Unlike the culture, listen to me, unlike the culture around this world, unlike the culture around you that is dragging you down. Come on. This world is dragging us down. But God brings the and wants to bless you. Do you hear me? The, and I'll just, when I say that, I just want to throw this nugget out about the woman that committed adultery, right? And so the woman committed adultery, you have to hear me on this, and this is how the church got. The woman that committed adultery, she, they dragged her, the priests and Pharisees dragged her, threw her at the feet of Jesus, right? We all know that story. She committed adultery, right? Threw her at the feet of Jesus, and, and the law said that she had to be put to death. Hear me on this. The law said that she had to be put to death. So that was judgment. Right? Hear me on this. That was judgment. But then, but then mercy showed up beside judgment. Hear me on this. Judgment was there, and mercy was there, and God chose mercy on her life. Listen to me. Every day we come and have a misagreement with people. Come on. We have an opportunity. If somebody hurts us, come on, come on. Someone hurt us or done wrong to us, whatever. But we come before that person, and we have a choice now. We can do the judgment, come on, or we can do the mercy. And then God says, whatever we sow, come on, whatever we sow shall be reaped back on us. So listen to me. Most of you listen to me are being judged because you sow judgment on people. Begin to sow mercy. Come on. You'll, you'll get in front of people. Don't matter what they've done. But we have a choice. Judgment. To judge them what they've done. And, and, and it's real. People really hurts people. Especially in church. Come on. But we have a choice. I can release judgment on her. Or I can release mercy on her. We have to choose to release mercy. Because you know what? God is going to have a people that have love. Unity. They're not ripping each other apart, but building each other up. Come on. It's kind, come on, it's time that we are. We are our brother and sister keeper. Come on, we are. We are. There's no, there's no this church and that church, and we're the church and that church is not. Or I've got it and the other one don't, and the pastor got it, but this pastor don't. Cut it out. Cut it out. We are brothers and sisters under one God, one church, and one faith, and God will have his church. And here's the final words, brother. Psalms 90, 15 to 16. Listen, this is like, it's in the Passion Bible. This is so, uh, this is what we need right here now for, for us, the church. We are overwhelmed with grief. Come now and overwhelm us with gladness. We place our ears with trouble, with decades of delight. Let us see the miracles again and let the rising generation see the glorious wonders of your famous birth. Come on. That's where we're at right there. Come on. Come on, that's where we've been overwhelmed. Come on, we've been overwhelmed and grieved long enough. 
Come on, let's be overwhelmed with gladness. Let's replace all the years of trouble with decades of delight. Come on. Come on, let us see the miracles again, God. Come on. Come on. Let the rising generation see the glorious wonder of your famous, what you're famous for. Because why? Because God is God and he shall and will do it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, we are in a victorious church. And I don't mean one church. I mean the church all over the world is coming in. And we're coming under the man, Jesus Christ. And we're going to see the most mightiest move of God that the world has ever seen. And the church is going to take over the world. Come on. We're not being conformed to the world, but guess what? The world is going to be conformed to his world. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. We fear. Come on. We fear what man can do. Oh, I'm just, come on. I don't fear what man can do. I fear that what God will do to the man. Roll to what? The person that falls in the hands of an angry God. You know, God's, God's going to show up. Come on, he loves you. Come on, tell your person beside you, he loves you. He loves you. Come on. And God, daddy, 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 daddy is showing up and he's saying, listen to me. You mess with my kids long enough, but I'm coming and you're not going to mess with my kids anymore because I'm going to show you that I am the dad that will take you out, that will remove you, and you will not mess with my kids. When daddy shows up, it's over, baby. Come on, it's over. Because he's coming down with a rod to do some beating. But don't be on the end of the rod. Be behind him. Come on, be behind daddy. Come on, be behind daddy and say, daddy, hit him again, daddy. Hit him again, daddy. Yeah, he, yeah, he hurt me, daddy. Get him again, daddy. Yeah, daddy, do it, daddy, do it, daddy. Come on, don't be on this end. Anybody ever get the rod from their dad? Yeah, yeah, it hurts. Come on. This world getting the rod. This world is getting the mercy and love of God. What world are you living from? Think of it. Leave here. If you did nothing else, leave here. Ask you that. And keep asking yourself, what world are you living from? What world are you living from? When you begin to measure your life, you'll find out what world you're really living from. And if you're living from the wrong world, being conformed over here, be transformed over here. And watch what God will do. Come on, it's not even... It's not even that we have to pray for, you know, to 10 years and, and hope and believe. It's a now time and a now season that we're going to see an unlimited God like never before. So, Lord, I just thank you right now. I, Lord, I pr pray that you bless your people, Lord. I pray that, Lord, that we all would receive what your word is, Lord. And that, Lord, that you would rise up your church and be a mighty, powerful church in these last days, that we would bring glory and honor and praise to you. And we thank you, Lord, for the, being the great God that you are. 
and we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. And thank you very much. We love you guys. And don't don't take it to heart thinking that we don't love you or are mad at you. No. No, we just sometimes we just need a little chafening. And I'm I'm just happy with the guy that he you know, I've told God, ask my wife. I've told God many times, even when you guys are been around, you get you guys get up, they get up, they go to Sasami, they up love, 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 and I get up kicking them. And I'm thinking, well, why can't I just do love? I mean, yeah, I want to do love. I want to be nice one. And you know, someone has to love and someone has to kick, and I'm just a kicker. <laughs> I didn't pick it. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that this message has truly blessed your life. For more information, go to bigchurch.cc.